Bill's famous cheese spread studios in the downstairs pub. The Blockout Sports Pod is back on the air from behind the master control desk in the aforementioned downstairs pub. I am your host and moderator for this evening. My name is Travis Carter. Over my right shoulder at the high top table is the big fella, the tuna country Matt Kemp. And bellied up to the bar, a man so mysterious he makes D.B. Cooper look like Kim Kardashian, the fabulous one, Freddie Bender. D.B. Cooper's the guy that jumped out of the plane, right, with the bag of money? That is correct. Okay, just Uh, making sure. That is correct. And he looks like Kim Kardashian. (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, uh, hope he landed on that ass. (laughs) (laughs) How we doing tonight, fellas? Doing good. Yeah, man, hanging Tuna, in there. How you doing? Uh, any better? I'd be doing something illegal there, Freddie. You like my attire today? Tonight? Uh, I do, um, and I'm assuming that is for the Ryder Cup. That's right, baby. Red, white, and blue. Okay. For those... Uh, I know it's not for the Rugby World Cup. Freddie has uh, his red, white, and blue golf shirt on, his PGA Tour trucker's cap, and a USA uh, scarf with his red, white, and blue sneakers. Uh, he is ready. I got for, ev- Yeah, he's ready for the big matchup. I got in everything Rome. but my putter. Right. I'm ready. Um, <clears throat> as always, uh, we thank everybody for listening. We want to remind everybody that we are on social media at uh, on Twitter at Blockout Pod. Just type in Blockout Sports Pod in your Facebook uh, search engine. Um, we appreciate you guys listening, and we uh, would appreciate you guys, if you enjoy the show, telling a friend. I say it every week, but that is the way that we can uh, grow this show. With all that out of the way and all that being said, it was an interesting week this past week uh, in sports in general. And I thought just to start this week, I would uh, toss it around the room and find out uh how our teams, or not necessarily our teams, but what uh, what did we take out of this particular weekend sports-wise? Uh, were you happy at the end of the weekend? Were you upset at the end of the weekend? Did you make money? Did you lose money? Tuna, how was your uh, sports weekend? Uh, sports-wise, it was uh, p- a perfect weekend for the Tuna. We had uh, Kansas City with a big blowout win over the Bears, Louisville, Actually looked like a good offensive football team from the quarterback. He was out. Plummer was out there just winging the ball downfield. Love seeing that because, as you guys know, I've been his biggest critic. And to cap it off, the Dodgers are rolling into the postseason ready. Little, former Louisville pitcher Bobby Miller ended up with nine strikeouts yesterday in the doubleheader, and right before him, Ryan Pepeoy, the rookie, with another nine strikeout game. So we are kind of I'm, – I'm starting to have faith in some of this young pitching staff going into the postseason. And we'll talk more about baseball coming up soon. Awesome. Frederick? Uh, well, uh, uh, my Alabama Crimson Tide saved the town of Tuscaloosa, and we were victorious. Uh, played great defense against one of the best offenses in the SEC, at least. Uh, it was nice to see some of the um, – houndstooth back up off the ledge yeah i was worried about you guys last week and, and hey i'm telling you I, when i break out the old school jerseys uh it is on the snake got me through 
Uh, there were some. It was a wacky game, and still some dumb plays as usual. Uh, but uh, we got through it. Uh, the offense actually looked halfway decent. We shut them down in the second half, which was really surprising. Uh, also, a couple great games. Uh, the Clemson Florida State game was, I thought, the best game of the weekend. Uh, it was a great watch. Obviously, that was on at noon. Uh, so I know a lot of people probably have things going on that early in the day, but it was a great game. I thought the LSU-Arkansas game was a fantastic game, rivalry. A lot of people don't know that that's a rivalry, but it is. Uh, that was a great game. Uh, and as we continue to watch games through, um, as, as we continue to watch games through, we uh, got to the night game. For the four-overtime IU <laughs> battle that really got us excited. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about a cherry on top for the for the end of college football on Saturday, wow. The only thing good to come uh, from that game is going to be Travis's rant. Oh, I can't wait. And uh, we were all watching at the house, and it was a late game. Or It was just awesome, dude. It just went forever. Uh, my Bengals, uh, Burrow came in the tough man that he is. Comes in and plays, uh, wins the Monday night game, and uh, I got Ryder Cup coming up. I can't be any happier, Travis. <clears throat> well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> because um, now, thank God I wasn't at the game, okay? Thank God I wasn't at the game. <clears throat> but I was in Bloomington. I was there all day on Saturday with my family and friends. <laughs> with my family and friends. We go out downtown. Everybody's got their gear on. Everybody's excited. Indiana played a very, I mean, what I think is a very good Louisville team right down to the wire the week before. There was optimism because, as I had hoped, a lot of the Big Ten is complete hot garbage, and that made me very happy. It made me think that Indiana had a path to six wins. It made me think that this is the year we come back from four and eight and two and whatever they were, two and ten. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they were. <laughs> this is the year we're going to finally get some positive momentum. We have a quarterback, I think, that uh, that – has shown that he's going to have a lot of talent. We have an All-American, one of the fastest, most explosive players in the Big Ten. Indiana's defense has played at a very high level all year. And then they go out and play Akron, okay? Akron, who is one of the worst teams in Division I football and has been for the last several years. Sorry, Akron fans. Great at hockey. Are they? Kentucky beat oh, them, be what, 31-3 to last week, I think, or something like that? Close. Yes. Now, to compound that fact, I had gone out on a limb and said that this was my lock of the week, if not of the season. Man, I think you've had a couple. <laughs> <laughs> my, my focus from now on is I'm just going to bet Washington every week. And I might throw a team here at team. Actually, I don't have. I don't think I have Washington this week. <laughs> hey, don't forget you like you've been doing but, good with uh, Fresno. But uh, um, I think we've learned to fade Travis's locks of the week so far. That's, 
well, the biggest takeaway. Here, here's the big thing. If my dumbass bets on Indiana again this year, uh, you have every right to do that or because Mandy. this team, <laughs> this team has talent. They have players that can play, but it's such from a from the top of the program to the bottom of the program, and I'm talking about the game day experience even. If you go to the stadium, Tuna, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If Louisville is playing, let's say Louisville's playing Georgia Tech, right? And they have one of those things on the Jumbotron where it's like. What stadium? At Louisville? No, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is at Louisville. Okay. Louisville and Georgia Tech. It's at Louisville. They've got a thing on a Jumbotron where, uh, you know, there's four football helmets that are uh, racing around a track, and whichever team, whichever color wins, you know, uh, you win a free pizza or something if you have that color. Sounds okay. electric. Now, here's what, here's what happens at Louisville. They're going to have a red helmet. They're going to have a blue helmet. They're going to have a gold helmet for Georgia Tech. And let's say they have an orange helmet. Well, guess who's going to win at home? It's going to be the Louisville helmet. At Indiana, Yeah. at Indiana... You're going to have a red helmet for Indiana. You're going to have an orange helmet for Illinois. You're going to have a blue helmet for Michigan. You're going to have a a silver helmet for Ohio State. Indiana's playing Illinois. The crowd's going crazy. It's a close game. They run around the thing. This is an Indiana-Illinois football game. Guess who wins the race around the track? The Illinois helmet. The Illinois helmet. Okay, I got a solution for this, and I'll contact uh, the IU athletic department about this. When I think of the state of Indiana, I think about pork tenderloin sandwiches. Gigantic As well you pork should. Pork tenderloin sandwiches. So we're going to take a page out of the what the Milwaukee Brewers do with the sausage race, and we're just going to have gigantic pork tenderloins run around the I field. I like it. I think well, that's, that's the best solution. Trust me. And, and that way – you if there was a, with a tenderloin, if there was a toothpick on the top of that that had the helmet of or had the color of the team we were playing, that would be the one that would win. And but well, the, you're one of the 14 fans that was there that actually noticed that. So, <laughs> well, this has been going on for years. Indiana is an 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 unserious football program, and it really it really makes me sick because I you know. As I've gotten older, I'm not as into, you know, my teams and rooting for my teams as I was when I was younger. There's one team in this world that I really care about, that I want to win more than anything. And Just it's looking around your basement. I'm going to take a wild guess it's here. It's Indiana football. It's it's not even, I mean, I always want Indiana basketball to be good, and typically they're okay or whatever, but I've always been an indiana football fan and as an and for the 10 people that are listening to this that really care about indiana football it's a high number i think that you can understand where i'm coming from and something has to change something has to be done they play maryland this week good lord the big Ten's easy as hell this year too y'all could be crushing people of course and (laughs) look it was only three years ago Indiana was on the cover of the frickin' Sports Illustrated as the surprise team of the year. Yes, I remember. They were ranked like seventh in the country. 
it can be done, but it's it's such a it's such a debacle right now from the top on down. And I just wanted to get that off my chest. I'm glad. I have I have a microphone. I have something to you know. Hey, this is your weekly therapy session, man. Let yeah. it out, dude. Usually it's us Bent going crazy. Us. It's yeah. good. It's, and now yes. you know it's you listen to us, us break down all the yeah. time. Oh, God, you're due, Travis. And so I was I was utterly disappointed. Now keep in mind, Indiana won that game, but as Fred I was said, ask you that. <laughs> as Fred said, it was four overtimes against a horrible team. It took them missing, uh, I think it was like a thirty yard field goal. At the end of regulation, yeah. to allow Indiana to have a chance to win, and here's the thing, and I, I'm, I'm going to end with this. This is kind of funny. My next door neighbor, drama. my next door neighbor, who I've lived next door to since 2009, uh, has a son that was actually the Big Ten Baseball Player of the Year at Indiana. That's so pretty impressive. He has some he has some IU bona fides, but he's a Louisville guy. But I don't think we've ever spoken more than, you know, he'll always ask me, "Hey, did you go to the IU game this weekend? Yeah, did they win?" Or, he didn't pay attention. No. He told me <laughs> he told me this last weekend he said, "You know, I was watching that game." He said, "I got to tell you something." He said, "That coach of yours drives me crazy i said maybe me too but i but i want to know why he says well they were playing akron right i said yeah he goes that guy missed that 30 yard field goal and your coach started jumping around high-fiving people like they just won the rose bowl and i said you know what you're exactly right and i had a moment at the end of that game because as you guys know i, I know fred knows I have a real uh, penchant for rooting for the underdog. And by the end of that game, I had my like my Rocky Four moment where the crowd starts... Bench pressing cows in the snow? No. Oh. Where the crowd starts rooting for Rocky in Russia. I was oh. sitting in Bloomington going, <laughs> man... <laughs> Akron deserves to win this game, and I hope they win it by God. I think comparing uh, <laughs> IU football to Drago is a little, little bit of a reach, but I'm with you. I, like, not to interrupt. Let's keep going. But uh, I'm glad you're getting it off your chest. That's about so. all I have to say about that. I I think Indiana is uh, it needs a complete reset. Um, Doesn't get any easier with little two ago. <laughs> no, I, I I expect them to get absolutely throttled this weekend. I hope I hope they don't, but that's what I expect. It's only fourteen, and I know Colin uh, is as big a diehard as I am, and I know he shares a lot of the same feelings as I do. Although the difference between me and Colin, I was talking to him on the phone today. I've been putting up with this bullshit for fifty years. He's only like 20, maybe 20 years old. Oh, or poor bastard. Has a in front and of him. I said, I said, uh, you just wait. <laughs> you just wait and see what they put you through in the next 30 or 40 years. But the difference is I go into this weekend thinking Indiana has no shot to win. Colin says, will always say that Indiana is going to win. He sees the positive. Um, and I hope he's right, and I'm. I hope that I am wrong, 
And that's all I have to say about that. And quickly, the Colts were fun to watch again this weekend. Finally, uh, I very much enjoyed uh, watching them beat Baltimore, which I never expected. And, uh, and so ruin everybody's money line parlays. Not mine. <laughs> if, you, if you bet on the Colts, then you are ballsy. I had I, I playing good. I bet on the Colts with the spread uh, at at Baltimore. I I get it. You had guys on both sides of that ball that were banged up, but so I, I don't know. I, it would have been a real tough one to take. But uh, Vanderbilt stinks. Indiana stinks. The Colts are fun to watch, and I'm sorry I took so much Joe time. Joe Washington Huskies, right? Yes. Uh, Washington, go. I still Four think, is one of the best teams in the country. Eighth in the country. We will get uh, we will get to that later. Thank you for letting me uh, vent for a few minutes. Uh, quickly, I also wanted to ask you guys, uh, you know, we have the Blockout Sports Pod uh, Fantasy Football League. Um, I... Bounced back after a loss last week. I am two and one. Tuna, how did your team do this week? Well, Team Tuna's on some tough times right now. <laughs> uh, we're uh, we're struggling, but uh, to quote the great Billy Ocean, "When the going get tough, the tough get going." Damn right. So I've got you guys right where I want you, and this is going to be an amazing comeback. Fred, how did your team do? Uh, well, Jody got me. Uh, Pretty dang good. Uh, just didn't have the uh, all my big guns did not uh, did not produce. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I I love my team. I've got Alave, Devonte Smith, CD Lamb. I mean, bums. What what else do I need to have the top eight best receivers in the league? And I and they can't get anything done. I don't I don't know. It was just one of them weeks when you let it go. Uh, that, that's all I can say. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to next uh, this week. Jody over on the whiteboard. Do you have anything to? Uh, uh, yeah, Jody just put on the whiteboard. I beat Jerry by fifty. That's all that <laughs> needs to be said about that. Robinson boys didn't do nothing either. Uh, he also wrote on the uh on the whiteboard that he thinks we might have lost all ten Indiana football fans that were regular listeners, but I don't think so. I think that's going to galvanize the I 10 agree. Indiana look football at, fans. Look at Colorado. Uh, look at Kentucky. There, you will be back. You will be ready. That's an ambitious number of 10. It is. I'm with you. I'm just saying. Uh, Tune. I was I was about to get into something else. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into that because I already spent way too much time on Indiana football. Were you able to watch any uh, any more any other football, Travis? Uh, that with that game being so late at night. Oh yeah, I mean I I didn't want to watch the Indiana game, but I did. But yeah, of course I watched the uh, I watched the Ohio State Notre Dame game. I watched uh, the Florida State game. Uh, unfortunately I watched a lot of the, uh, Vanderbilt Kentucky game, which well, was, which it, it was funny. Somebody had said that, uh, they thought that that Vanderbilt Kentucky game was really poorly played because Vanderbilt played terrible and cranes get in the way. And I didn't think that, I didn't think that Kentucky played particularly well, but 
you don't have to to play Vandy when they're playing that bad. It's an SEC battle. Um, Always tough. But compared to the Indiana game, that game was the 85 Bears against the greatest show on turf. I mean, there's there's no uh, that there's no comparison to those two. Um, I loved watching the the Notre Dame game. What'd you think? I thought it it was a tough, fun matchup. I mean, obviously, it wasn't up and down the field exciting. The end of the game was insane. Um, Lots of errors in the at the end. Some weird now, play calling on both sides. In I the wanted to ask quarter. you guys: um, Was there any doubt in your mind when Ohio State got the ball back there at the very end that they were going to go down and score? Because yeah. there wasn't in mind. Yes, there was in mind. I didn't think that they they would be able to do that when when they struggled to move the ball pretty much most of the game. I don't know, like, what about that drive would make me think that they would just push it all the way down. Now, when they got inside the five-yard line, I was like, it's good as in there. Um, I thought the quarterback showed a little moxie. He um, did. He played a little tough. Um, I don't know. And I didn't it, know nothing about him. So. I think Notre Dame kind of pissed that game away several times. I would say uh, so. They that's, certainly did. That's what, and uh, and – how about uh, that's uh that's uh, what Lou Holtz that said. That shows the uh, immaturity of Freeman. He hasn't coached in many of those big night games like that. Um, so he's he's growing as it gets, and he's got a couple a couple tough games ahead of him now. Like he's going to Duke this week, which is not a pushover game. And how about the fact that Notre Dame only had ten players on the field twice for the last, for twice. The last two games, yeah. last two plays of the game. And here's the thing, Tuna. They asked him, you know, why two plays in a row? And he said... Worst answer ever. He said, well, I realized it, but I didn't want to get penalized by putting, you know, by throwing somebody else. What happens if you get penalized there, Tuna? Nothing. You, um, here, here's the thing. I, I would have been happier as a Notre Dame fan if he'd have just said, I had no damn clue that we had 10 guys out That's there. right. That excuse was bullshit and... I didn't have a clue. <laughs> I was watching. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, what happens if you get a penalty there? But half the, the distance to the goal? Exactly. And you could literally get. So, there was a, it was a three-inch penalty? You could literally get 50 penalties in a row from there. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't make any difference because it's always going to be half the distance, yep. right? Exactly. So I thought that unless that, you're doing tush pushes, that's uh, <laughs> not that big of a deal. I thought I thought that answer was completely ridiculous, and uh, the way that game ended was. I think that was just a reach to him trying to cover up for his assistant somehow and taking the blame. Probably because that was somebody else's duty to notice that, and or he took the blame. I think the, he uh, just fell on the sword. There's no way that that was the actual you know, the way that that played Well, he out. didn't fall on the sword uh, at the end of the game with the reporter, did he? Well, you're talking about <laughs> Ryan Day. Yeah, I know. Um, now, Ryan Day proved to everyone in the world that he is a complete jackass. What was that? I, I don't get it. I mean, people, uh, there are analysts all over. What are you going to criticize Herb Street if he happens to uh, not? I know I'm using the wrong example, but... What are you going to criti criticize anyone 
for just saying that they don't think your team's uh, uh, tough yet. They that you just haven't... imagine if 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 Ryan Day was coaching when Lou Holtz was actually doing the ESPN game because Lou Holtz would call everybody out. Right, that's what he did. I don't. Ryan Day couldn't handle that. I, I think like the way that they trotted Lou Holtz out there. That whole skit was phenomenal with the the guy dressed up like Lou right, Holtz and right, the, the conversation right. they had. Yeah, that, that was yeah. awesome. Um, but for that, like, who are you for that to like actually sink in with you? I know to I, where I that means anything. I don't and get your, it. Your first go to after the game is to call out Lou Holtz. You just beat Notre Dame at home in a thriller. And Not the first him, thing players, you want to do, players did. <laughs> first thing you want to do is go after Lou Holtz. Right. What is wrong with you, man? Half his players don't even know who Lou Holtz is. I think I was never much of an Ohio State fan. I'm definitely anti Ryan Day now. Well, forward. as I said, uh, we were talking about this on text earlier this week. The majority of college football coaches, especially big time college football coaches, are complete weirdos. Well, that's what makes it awesome. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know whether it be him for calling out Holtz, was it the Oregon State coach that called out? Lee Corso, uh, you know they're all looking. Well, they for got that. all over Kiffin and acted like he prodded Saban all week, and I didn't think that. I think that he uh, he praises Saban twenty four seven. I mean, he is who he is. He I does think all Monday that social of last week, you sent media me a text stuff. that said I just Joey said, Freshwater's already trolling. Shit. No, I said <laughs> he's trolling, and he normally does, but I don't think Saban. Takes that personally. No, Saban could care friends. less what he has right, to say. Right, No. But that's what I'm getting at. That's why I make it about your players. Could uh, you imagine where Nick coach? Saban would go to a reporter after a game yeah, go. and just start bashing a, a, a commentator yeah. about what they said yeah. or the yeah. analyst about what they said? It would never happen. No. It would never happen. It was just weird. Like, we were watching that. Jody, we were watching that live, right? When we were, like, looked at each other and went, what is he talking about? <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, I do think that uh, that that was a good battle. It was a good uh, low score. If you had the under, you were happy, <laughs> uh, especially if it was three nothing forever. Um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, that was a great game. I felt like there were a lot of other. It was week four, so there were tons of games that went on. Um, what other game uh, stymied you there? Well, you Tuna? guys talked about Clemson and Florida State. And I, I think, well, we haven't really talked about it. Well, but. you touched on it, and that's that's a game that stuck out with me. The, the person I felt really bad for in this game was that damn kicker. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like, I guess he was filling in for another kicker or something. Something weird was why he was in the game. But he comes out. I guess he's been there for five years. He's a walk on, and, and his family was all Clemson people, and they kept showing him. His name was Whites, and he hit an extra point early in the game and his family and him and the entire sideline was celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl. And I didn't really understand it. He comes out at the end to hit the game winner chip shot and misses it, pushes yeah. it wide right. Oh, yeah. And uh, I felt uh, awful for that kid. Well, I'm sorry that you feel bad for a kicker, but I don't. <laughs> I don't feel bad for any kickers. Ever, anywhere, anytime. Now, this is going to be a callback for our longtime listeners. Uh, back to an episode that I think we called Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. <laughs> where Fred really took an 
introspective look at himself and said, you know, maybe sometimes I'm too hard on these athletes and, and, uh, you know, I you should, know Clayton's going to grow up and be a kicker, right? I should. Son? <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. I should remember that, that these guys are human beings and stuff. And do you remember that he said that with, with in about the first 20 minutes of the show? And then by the end of it, I think he was hoping somebody broke their leg yes. or something like Absolutely. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope he breaks his foot. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I, you know, so, so Sometimes I can get caught up in the... And the so, excitement of it all. Scrape them off the Hell, Bama's got an All-American kicker. We're good, man. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, uh, some of the best plays of the day, of the night, happened in that Florida State Clemson game. I'm talking some of the best catches I've seen. Uh, players up in the air getting jacked around. It was, it was a very... Uh, I mean, dude, it is, Clemson's kind of down a little bit, but when you go into... Death Valley number two and go in there and play tough. That is a quality win for a team tuna that you keep thinking is not very good. But I must tell you that they have the two best wins of any other team. I tell you what, it's, it's not looking good for Brian France. Ouch. Uh, yeah. This week really hurt his average. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have to go put up 52 next week to get back. No, back I on hear track. you. Uh, but, but I thought that game was great. What, what other travel, what, what I, did you all, I know I mentioned earlier the, the LSU Arkansas game, man, did you all, now that was at night throughout the, you know, three thirty game that was on mm-hmm. prime time. Did you all see any of that, man? There was all kinds of excitement in that game too. I did not see a second of that game. I felt so bad. I mean, and I know we got our LSU crew there and we were all. Uh, going uh, nuts for LSU, and it was a dog fight. But, man, uh, I tell you what, Arkansas played as tough tough as they could for that in that game. Sam they, Pittman, the cover king, that's what he does, man. I know, I know, and they've been – but LSU showed showed some uh, – yeah, they really did. Oh, yeah, by, yeah. Yeah, the Penn State-Iowa game, uh, that was a beauty. <laughs> I think we uh, turned that off the TV. And after. I think uh, UCLA got exposed a little bit as, as complete frauds. Um, that's not a good team. I know it was, you know, Utah, which we don't know. Cam Rising, apparently there's something going on there. There almost has to be, right? Well, I think what it is is the school is basically clearing him to play and the school doctors, but he has family doctors that are, are saying, hey, we're going to be the ones to clear you. And they haven't been the ones to clear him yet. So we don't know what's going to happen with that. Because uh, I, I was actually looking at their game this week as a possibility of something that I would want to look at. Can't do I, it. I mean, I assumed he wasn't playing. I mean, I assume he hasn't been practicing. I don't know. I, I they're, a, they're a weird team right now just because you just don't know. Yeah, uh, they're a mess. Their defense, you have to give them credit. Their defense is playing phenomenal. But I've always said Utah is a completely different team at home than on the road. That's true. So, in Oregon State, it's going to be a night game Friday night, Thursday night. Oh, you had to bring that up. No, it's Friday night. It's Friday night at night. Well, Utah and and, and Oregon State. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, did you say Beaver? Yeah. Did you say Beaver? Because I think now that you've said Beaver, we need to talk about 
The DJ. Washington State. DJ Uyunglele. Oh. He might be losing his job to this child's kid, Let's, that backup. Uh, well, okay. Well, guess what? He they, they lost the game to a better quarterback. I think Freddie called that last show. Uh, took Washington State, and by the way, in a great game. Hey, that Washington State-Oregon State game was a great game as well. That was a good uh, game, really and I did fun. watch that one. Yeah, and those te- And let me tell you something, Oregon State is good, and I'm kidding with Tuna. Uh, ukulele did not play well. Not at all. Uh, Washington State has does not have a defense. Oregon State has a better defense, but I'm going to tell you, that quarterback for Washington State, Needs to start getting some press because that kid is good. And the wide receiver for them is really good. Yeah, I think uh, uh, the numbers that he put up the other night, I, people have already kind of thrown his name into Heisman considerations. Oh, for already. sure. It has to be in there. I mean, they're moving up the ladder. Uh, folks, we got uh, Washington, Washington State. You still got Oregon State. You got USC, Colorado's Dallas, Oregon. The, the Pac-2 has some teams that are, we're trying to figure out. Which one is the best? I'm glad to see you uh, finally admit it. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. No, I'm with you. But yeah. but and they are playing each other now, so uh, they're going to eat each other alive. But they that's going to be a problem. Well, no uh, team from the Pac-12 is going to win a national. Welcome championship. to the SEC, pal. Eat each other alive. I hear you. <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, something the Big Ten needs to figure out. Um, oh but, my God! But what I'm getting at, and I don't even want Big Ten I, has three teams that are better than any team in the SEC right now. Okay, well that's a fact. Can I can I just uh, like real, that's a fact? I'm gonna spend 20 seconds. I want to I want to I want you all to look, look at this Michigan schedule. Somebody time this. East really Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Minnesota, IU, Michigan State, Purdue. Are you serious? Are they really playing all those teams? Don't they play Penn State and Ohio State? Why do they even put them on TV for those games in that schedule? Oh, by the way, oh, finally, uh, November. Read Georgia's schedule, buddy. Dude, I will. I have it right here. That's It's a lot better. No, it's terrible. I know, but. uh, It's terrible. They finally play Penn State and then another bum after that. And then, of course, Ohio State, Michigan. But that is the most ridiculous schedule this year. This year. Uh, I know y'all love to jump in when they did it and all that, but these teams that they're playing are awful. Every freaking one of them. So does that make uh, them less of a team? No. Okay. Of course not. Well, yeah, they're never gonna. They're not gonna have any injuries, and they're just gonna be sitting there waiting for the Michigan game or the Penn State game. So I get it. They're not gonna have any yeah. injuries. No, hell no. They're not gonna. I mean, okay. they're not gonna be in a battle. They're gonna sit for the at halftime. Every game until they get to Penn State. Um, uh, but anyways, I'm just saying, uh, I do think that Iowa needs to find an offense. <laughs> what do you think about that, <laughs> Travis? The poor guys, can they can play D, and and, and this Penn State team is good as, They're as very advertised. Good. They're very good. And uh, I have them winning the Big Ten, by the way, uh, from the beginning of the I year. I think they're the most under-the-radar they team are. in the United yes. States right yes. now that has a real chance to win a national championship. But Tuna has some, and I know he's been on Iowa. And Iowa is a good team, but we'll see what they do this weekend. Uh, they, You know, uh, at home, at night. Um, but man, they've got to find an offense in order to 
to do well, something. You can't get blanked at Penn State and it's not be not able like to score. It's not like it's magically just going to happen. Like, how is that just going to magically happen? It, I, you you have the players you have. You have the coaching staff you have. They have been what they are for several years. It's not going to change this year. And apparently, if they don't start scoring 60 points a game, everything might change next year. But right. it's not going to change this year. Right. It, it's but, just not. And a team that no one's talking about, which they did earlier in the uh, in the year at the beginning, Texas is purring right along, too, in the Big 12. Now, they've got a fun game that we'll talk about here in a little while with, with Kansas. But uh, did you watch the Colorado Oregon game? I guess we'll end it with that for the for the games of the week that we that we watched. I, I mean, did. It was um, a blowout. Not not much to talk about there. I, I loved how the camera was never put on Dion pretty much the whole game. Like, oh, we're gonna pump Dion up and have him on every talk show in America, sixty minutes. Away. But when he's getting his ass whooped. We're not going to show him on the sidelines at all. I will say, for being a 42-6 uh, okay. to six game, it still got the highest ratings of any game on the well, weekend. Well, of course it did. It's insane but to me. I know, and I'm and I'm not hating on, on, on Colorado. But, they, they, you know, when you get your ass whooped, you got to take it. And they took it. They took it. But, and I uh, thought he was great in the post-game conference. Oh, he press is, conference. and you knew he was going to say what he had to say. And like, I thought he was great on in the Monday press conference when – I mean. It, Here's the thing that kills me. You know, people always talk, we need coaches that are accountable. They're too soft on their players these days. And then, Well, guess who's the only coach that's willing to call out a five-star recruit? Oh, I get it. I get it. On Monday, that, that reporter asked Dion, why isn't this guy playing? He was supposed to be such a good player. He was supposed to be this. He's, he said... Let me tell you something. I look at the I, I can see how much film they study every week. You gotta show up. He goes, You gotta show up on time to meetings. You gotta show up to meetings. Like I, you know No, I get it. He's I got, refreshing as hell. There's no I doubt have about it. Not, as much as we talked about how weird a lot of other college coaches are, like I have all the respect oh, in the I world. I do too. For Dion and you know dude they were not I mean they were a horrible team last year I don't think and I, and I get it everybody gets mad because the media was pumping them up or but whatever they should it's great for football I get it it's a great story it is. as Tuna said think about how many people are watching college football that wasn't exactly and uh you know I I think I said uh, a few weeks ago when we went through their schedule, what did I? I had them win in seven games, I think, and I think I would still stick with that, which was, would be a tremendous success. They win seven games; that's a tremendous success. Well, they win one last year, or two, one, 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 one. game, one and game. so um, one game. And and I think most people that know football, maybe they didn't predict that it would be as bad as it was but i think everybody thought that oregon would win relatively easily right yeah right i think well that's what we talked about it last week on the show i said 
this is a game that I, I think that Oregon's going to easily cover that 21 and a half, but there's just zero chance that I was going to bet on that because oh, I wasn't sure. going to be the asshole. That lo- lost <laughs> to right. and it looked like you know what I mean? Song. He just right. continued to prove wrong it week looked, in and week yeah, out. It looked and, like a buzzsaw game yeah. for sure. Um, speaking of which, what do y'all, uh, there's a good, not a huge, not as big a slate this week, uh, but there is a game Friday night, Tuna. Utah and Oregon State? No. This oh, the, Friday. the Cardinal Birds at NC State. I think, yeah. And uh, I did want to get into that. Uh, I wanted to know because I honestly did not watch their game last week uh, against Boston College, who I know is just horrendous. Well, they're, I mean, they put points on the board. Don't don't get me wrong about Boston College. They they do put points up, but they're, they're they horrendous. scored on Their us defense is bad. because we scored in like one play each drive. Right. 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 And I our defense it. had to come right back out right, on the field. Right. I get it. I get it. So, anybody that has anything bad to say about the Louisville defense in that game, the offense left them out to dry, but like I said earlier, Jack Plummer was slinging the ball with like more confidence than I'd seen him. Jawar Jordan continues to become a superstar. I think he leads the nation in yards per carry uh, at, uh, I think, over eight. Um, or no, I'm sorry, 9.3. And then uh, he was even on made an appearance on Jim Rome's show yesterday. I, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I heard. Uh, are you telling me that my bet for Louisville to win the national championships looking halfway decent? Well, no, <laughs> but because we we're gonna go to Hawaii or somewhere if I win that, you know. I, I mean, think I, here's the thing: Louisville's had a a cakewalk schedule throughout this. Um, <laughs> we've kind of coasted, like, all right. The Georgia Tech doesn't appear to be a very good football team. We 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 hung on to, to get by with them. Um, Obviously, Murray State's Murray State. I'd say Georgia IU Tech's gave us average. everything we that we wanted, and we could have easily lost to a team that almost lost to Akron at home. Um, that was our best performance was beating Boston College. So I still don't know what to make of well, this you're team. You're going to find out Friday We're night. We're going to find out on the road in a rowdy environment where I love what they do down there on third downs when the entire stadium starts howling at the moon. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. It's kind of cool. cool. It's a really it's an underrated atmosphere down there in Raleigh. And, uh, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, we Louisville, we know NC State. We know NC State is loaded up at um, their defensive line is always good. That's kind of an NC State staple, it Dave is, Green staple, and they have excellent linebacker play. But their offense has been absolutely yeah. pathetic. No, it has not been good at all. So if we can just weather the storm and kind of wear on them and maybe break some big plays, we can pull away in this game. And I just want to get through. It's a, it's the ultimate trap game because we had the big blowout against Boston College where we've got linemen out there doing cartwheels. It is the ultimate trap. Did you guys game. see that? I did. We had a play where we I had an offensive lineman do a cartwheel oh, in the middle just as a distraction. And 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 honestly, this is one one play which I've been watching football my whole life, and I've never seen this in my, in my the entire time I've been watching, where you go to down the ball, okay, just take a knee and go to halftime, but it, you fake it. They faked it. Jawar Jordan took off around the edge and ran it for like 52 yards on a a fake knee. Okay, wow. And I had never seen that before. Didn't Roethlisberger do that in a playoff game? 
I thought I Roethlisberger did that and threw a touchdown in well, a Monday night game or something. The closest I remember seeing to it was Aaron Rodgers faking a spike. No, no. Aaron Rodgers he, did he fake a spike. He was going to fake a spike, yeah. but he, he didn't. But this was The original guy to do that was Dan Marino. Oh, okay. He did that against the Jets. Okay. 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 To beat the Jets. Oh, God. Jesus. That had to have been in 90... About 1998, he was the original fake Spike, but it has been done. If it, oh. you don't see it very often, I, but, I, no, that's, yeah. To get back to it, like it's the ultimate trap game because you had this is. big blowout it game is. against Boston College, and then you have this massive night game against Notre Dame next right, week. Right, so right. sell out. You're going on the road in a crazy environment right. on a Friday night. Like yeah. it's um, it's kind of scary. So it I don't is. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. Well, it's, I know uh, one thing that's going to happen, and I can talk about this because that's not in our weekend picks, but uh, everyone look at the under on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Surprise! Surprise! I, I just wanted to mention that. Uh just wanted to mention that. Um, 50, I know, I know. 50, Brennan, Brennan Armstrong's hey, been hey, terrible. Hey, 55 and a half, are you kidding me? I don't see it happening. Okay. Uh, uh I'm kind of with you. But, dude, that's going to be a game. I mean, I'm excited. We got Western Kentucky on Thursday playing in a, a fairly decent game. We got Louisville. At 7. NC Louisville, State. NC State at 7. And then at 9 p.m. is Utah at Oregon State. Right. and and Which will be dude, a lot of fun, yeah, too. Yeah, that's going to be a great so, game. Be a, the chainsaws are out. Going to be a great game. So, Friday night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a. That was the weakest chainsaw I'd ever heard. There you go. What's the jackal song? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> jackal. I mean, uh, this is the only sports podcast in the country, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you, that will mention jackal. Tonight. I don't know. Maybe jackal has a sports podcast and they talk about themselves a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if they do, somebody. Uh, right into the show and let me know where to find that because I will listen to that. Just look up Jackal Sports Pod. Well, sure well let's there. get into some games going on Saturday. What do you think? Sure. Before we move on to Ryder Cup. Can I, I just say one that interests me right off the bat um, is Texas A&M at Arkansas. Now, is Wegman going to play for A&M? Because Brad Johnson's son, that came in and filled in for him, Max Johnson, filled in for Wegman. He was slinging that ball around, man. Like, that Texas A&M offense opened up as soon as he got yeah. out there on the field. Yeah, that, that's going to be a tricky game there. I'm not touching that. No, but. as far as gambling-wise, not at all. But I think that could be a fun that noon be, game no, to watch. it'll be a fun noon game. You're right. Um, uh, actually, uh, and you have another noon game with, with Florida at Kentucky, which Florida, is kind of going to be interesting. Florida, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's going for three in a row against Florida. Uh, this is at Kentucky. Um, Kentucky is looking good, man. They're looking like one of the top four or five teams in the SEC. Uh, Florida is there, you know. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I mean, uh, uh, UK's quarterback, if you want to compare him to, say, Notre Dame's transfer quarterback, it's like night and day. I don't really think that uh, Leary is playing that great, but they are winning games. Well, um, they are winning games. I'll have more on this later. 
Okay. But, yeah. But Devin Leary's winning games That's or getting the job That's a game that definitely done. gets me. Um, um, I, I, I got that one circled up big time. Okay. And then another noon game, and I hate that they do this, but I guess it's because of the contract with Fox. I but you got USC Colorado at Colorado. noon. USC, I mean, all right, you go to I, school at USC and you got to play your game at 9 a.m. I you know, get it. I get it. it. It doesn't make sense, but that's that big noon game on Fox. And, yeah. Uh, but I, I got to tell you this. I think it's Wait a minute. Be, I think that game's at. It's at noon. But it's, a, it's at 9 a.m. local time? 9 a.m. for a USC fan. It would be mountain time, so it would be 10 a.m. In, in, in Boulder. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so if me. you're a Colorado student, I can't, I can't imagine you have them to doing be that. up tailgating at like 7 a.m. pounding mimosas. Well, I mean, even it's before Boulder, that, they love really? mimosas well, out there. In Boulder, yeah. they ain't pounding. They're they ain't drinking, drinking Moscow mules. They be a smoking. Yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> true. Waking and baking. Uh, but I do see. Now think about some of these Colorado wins. We're at noon. Uh, I see Colorado playing really well in this game. I think USC's going through the motions. I think that uh, their offense is playing well, well enough to win games, kind of like Georgia. They're just going through the motions, but their defense, like Georgia's defense, and I know Georgia has players that are out that have not come back to the team yet, uh, that have been hurt and so forth. Uh, but I do see a a a uh, uh, an area where Shadur Sanders can attack USC. USC I, I has the worst defense on the face of the earth. Yeah, it's going to be mean, a high Arizona State game. was yeah. just going up and down on them. Yeah. And so, apparently, uh, our shadow producer our does not like Georgia. Our shadow producer does not like Georgia. He just wrote an expletive <laughs> and Georgia on the whiteboard. Uh, <laughs> Something triggered that. But, no, that's going to be a, another great noon game. Uh, then, then we go into, uh, uh, like, uh, I mean – I'm looking – it's not a crazy slate of, of crazy games going on. But uh, uh, where well, the Notre Dame – I mean, I guess we're going into the night game. I, I, Georgia – now, wait a minute. The oldest rivalry in the South is going on. And I think we need to talk about this. Uh, con, this has it, been a rivalry for years, Georgia, man. It's the oldest rivalry in the South. Let me tell you something. If this game – this is Georgia at Auburn. Uh-huh. If Auburn – and I know Auburn is – they're middle of the pack. They're 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 still learning. He, the new coach Hugh Freeze learning about his team. Uh, probably doesn't have all his recruits there. Blah blah blah. They're still doing okay. Uh, they went out west and beat a pack two team. Uh, but they if this game was at Jordan Hare at night, let me tell you something. I might be I might be looking hard at Auburn with a possible upset. But the mere fact that it's at 3.30, which it still will be loud. Mm. Jordan Hare is a tough place to play. One of the toughest in the country. I'm going to tell you right now, um, the people that care about this game are Georgia fans, Auburn fans, and you. Okay. The rest of the country <laughs> is like... <laughs> okay, well, wait, so, wait. What at 6 o'clock, gets- well, LSU at Ole Miss moves the needle way more than that game. You're right. And Hey, who's the pressure on in that game? Talk about pressure. Yeah, that's a LSU, must win for LA, both, both, both schools. LA, like, Ole Miss has to get a win, and LSU uh, cannot lose that second game. It, it kind of reminds me of the Bama game last week with Ole Miss. It's almost a microcosm of the same game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. That's a night game. Uh, Bama's got Cowbell at nine. Uh, massive Cowbell. 
That's uh, a big game. Yeah, we'll see what they can do. I don't understand Mississippi State because you have a quarterback like Will Rogers, and they refuse to let him throw the ball around. Dude, they are. Why they do have, they not they let him really throw the ball? Disappointed me. I don't lately. Get it. I, I thought they were going to do better than they have. If I'm uh, play on that defense down there, I feel like I'm pulling a Rudy and going into the office and laying my jersey on the table and say, "Can we please let Will throw the ball?" <laughs> But also, also at night game. I mean, we, we touched on earlier. Notre Dame, Notre at Duke. Dame at Duke. That's man. gonna be a great Buddy, football game. That's gonna be and his game day there. Correct. Seventy-two yeah. percent of the yeah. money coming in on Notre Dame, which I don't know man. about that one. And I, that's I, that's one of those things where, as you know, I mean, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh Steelers, Dallas Cowboys. Those are the teams that nationally people bet the big money on. Yep. I was wondering about that because the money lines plus one ninety five on that game, one ninety five Duke. And I had thought about that because that's boy, a damn good is, money line. I, I'd rather go with the minus one ten and take my five and a half. Would you? Okay. Yeah, I, I was going like, to ask. I don't you feel about like that. if I could get around two thirty, two forty ish, I'd probably consider it. But is this the biggest? game in the history I, of Duke I football. Have to say yeah man. Ga- to they got game day coming there. Yeah. It has to be, I mean, right? could you game imagine a world not, where yeah. like you ever thought that game day would go to Duke? So, right. yeah, it's definitely the biggest game in Duke history. Yeah. I, I can't With Coach K not sitting on the sidelines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He um, may be there. He Oh, I'm sure he will be. Uh, what else is he doing? Uh, I'm sure that uh Jay Billis will be there. <laughs> He might be the, the just, uh, he might be, be the guest pick. Every the freaking dude player I hate will be there. Yeah. Leitner. No. Yeah. But I'm kidding. And we have a wonderful, which I think would be fun, 10 o'clock game. Oh, the nightcap, Travis. Washington at Arizona. Washington. And let me tell you something, guys. Freddie has won with Arizona a couple times. And I am Three telling and one you, against the spread. Yes, they are three and one against the spread, and I see I, when we Getting get to when we and get to our picks, Travis, I might disappoint you a little bit. And this is uh, this is one of those games. <laughs> if Travis calls it a lock of the week, I'm I'm hammering Arizona. <laughs> this is one of those games that worries me because last season Washington lost a couple of these weird games yeah, inexplicably. Right? Because, dude, Washington is immeasurably better than Arizona at every position on the field. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, there's that one or two games a year. I think last year, was it It was either Arizona or Arizona State, I forget, when Washington got on that roll and Penix was playing great. And middle of the year, I think Washington was favored by 14 to 17 points, and they lost to one of those teams. It had to be Arizona State because they're playing at Arizona okay. this time. So, I, the thing is, is like I don't think there's a sport with a bigger home field advantage than college football. Maybe college basketball is a close second. But yeah. I don't think the NFL matches up to it. I don't think Major no, League Baseball. No. I don't think NBA matches up to no. it. College football, especially night games, when the entire fan base has all day to just drink heavily <laughs> and be insanely rowdy, it's 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 chaos. I'm so I, 
Can, can I throw something in on that game, too? Would love. Guess who? This is a trap game, folks. Guess <laughs> who Washington plays next week? Is it Oregon, right? Oregon. Yeah, there you go. Right. It is the ultimate trap game. And maybe they'll take, they've been taking care of business. But I just think that this is going to be, cl- as Corso would say, closer than the experts think. <laughs> so, uh, that's that, a, it's and, a great nightcap. And, game, and also right? another nightcap, Travis, just to finish off there, one of your squads there, Fresno State at 1030 as usual. Uh, and guess what? Uh, Jody has pointed out that Coach K is the guest picker. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> What if it was Leitner? That would be kind of funny if it was Christian Leitner. They ought to just put all those guys. I don't guys think anybody in. even knows who Leitner is except for UK fans. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I mean, you're right. he'd come out on stage and half yeah. of the world would be like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, ought to, they ought to bring out Kay, Leitner, Cherokee Parks. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Cherokee Parks has been called. Uh, Bobby guys, Hurley. Yeah, Hurley. Bobby. Yeah. Now, he's mean, an Arizona State guy now. He ain't messing with that. Who's the little one that slapped the floor all the time? I was just about to God, say. Uh, Wojo. 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 Guys, quickly. Uh, what about, what about, you want to get, go ahead. I want to do, uh, just quickly touch on the NFL. Uh we had talked about earlier today that uh, last week was a rather uninspiring uh, slate of, of games, other than the Colts, of course, which was fun. But you uh, admit the Colts have really brought it this year. Come on, we thought they were Zach be Moss dismal. looked good. Zach Moss looked good. Yeah, Dude, I mean he Colts, ran the ball. The great. Colts looked good in games. Let's this is the Gardner Minshew effect, guys. I've been they preaching look better it. Better than the Bengals do. I can tell you that. But how about Miami? How about Miami oh, dropping man. a 70 spot? I mean, that is... Uh, with Waddle on the bench, out with a concussion, no less. That's yeah. incredible. That's, you know uh, what they did? They released the A-chain. <laughs> I mean, him and Mostert were running the ball. like they. I mean, had, A-chain's been hurt. You, he didn't even play hardly at all the first two games. Go back and watch that game. They were just laying down. Oh, dude. Like, I, I, Denver yeah. was just – it was the Ole yeah, defense. Sean they didn't Payton, care. And Sean Baton was trolling everybody at the beginning of the year, Aaron Rodgers and everything. He's looking like a little bitch right now. Let's be real. I mean, I don't think he's in it to win. I, I think uh, Russell Wilson has lost the team. I think you want to talk about a team with turmoil going on. I think he's trying Denver to Broncos have it. out a way to get Russell Wilson the hell out of he town. He is. He and as is. soon as he, he wants one of these quarterbacks coming into this draft next year, he has found out that the that I'm telling you, he has yeah. found out that he was all for Russell, but now he's figured out the locker room is not on his side. He's not going to let the reputation Russell Wilson kill his reputation. That's all I'm going to say. He did go to bat for him, but I think well, that's publicly. all switched now. And, yeah. And can we talk about the fact that uh, the huge matchup in the NFL this weekend is uh, Chicago and Denver? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Battle of the Sexes. I mean, they're going to need Taylor Swift to show up to that game to get ratings. <laughs> Somebody has to win that game, right? Dude, oh yeah, maybe could you. be a tie. I hope for. I hope there's a tie. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Oh, hey. if it's a tie, that might be the greatest day in the history of the NFL. Yeah, and dude, hey, I'm telling you what, you, we just hit on the Dolphins. We're talking about the Dolphins. How about them going into Buffalo this week? Yeah, that. Wow, that's the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did say that the Bengals and Buffalo might be a little down this year. I was wrong about Buffalo. They're, uh this past weekend was probably the most disappointing when it, it was just ugly, sloppy football all the way around. Um, I didn't enjoy the, the games game, at all. Yeah, if you're a fantasy player, yeah. the games were awful, well, except for Miami. Even fantasy, but that game was awful too. I mean, there was just the Denver did not play quality defense at all. It was just it was it was a. It was ugly play throughout the league. I think there's some intriguing matchups going into this weekend. We start you know, Thursday night nothing. with that Lions-Packers matchup. Right. I, think, I mean, great divisional oh, match. Yeah. That's going to be a fun game. Our buddy Pat will be pumped and up. Like you guys mentioned, the, the Dolphins and the Bills. One that really sticks out to me that I think is the Ravens coming off a loss at Cleveland. Um, Cleveland, I think, looks like a Super Bowl contender. If that defense – look, the way that they use Miles Garrett – they got him lining up over center and just messing with centers, and and dude, the centers don't know what to do. Dude, he's he's, he's just really out there floating. Come into his own. He's moving tight ends around back there. He'll yeah. just float and just mess with them. Remember, he got hurt. He was a little gimpy mm-hmm. in the beginning of his career, and he has really come through and been a leader for that team. Man, I sure um, hope not. I sure but, hope that doesn't. I hope that doesn't happen. What the the Browns be good? Yeah. Well, they're, just because Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's creepy. And if I take the Deshaun Watson factor out of it, like uh, Browns fans deserve something, man. Can, can I tell and you? I just can't oh. hate Browns fans because their quarterback's a pervert. Right. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? no, I don't. Well, I don't hate their fans. Yeah, I mean, but everybody I loves I Bernie. Yeah. Oh. I don't have anything against Cleveland. I've, yeah. I've always enjoyed Cleveland. Uh, but I just I I can't. It's a better town than Cincinnati. I'll say that much. Uh, you, oh baby, the hell it is. <laughs> it is. Let me tell you something. Definitely Cincinnati's is. gonna roll in Tennessee and win. I'm gonna call that one. Uh, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I, two people I, be watching I, I agree that. Agree with that. Uh, I really do think that that one that that's gonna happen. Uh, two people. What are you talking about? Burrow came in and played hurt mm-hmm. and got that victory uh, like a man. Like a man possessed. Yeah. Uh, Chase is easily the top receiver in the league right now, one of them. Um, I do think, by the way, Justin Herbert played fantastic in that Chargers game this weekend. Uh, But uh, the game that stands out to me, and uh, we'll finish with that before we get to Ryder Cup or whatever, I guess. Seahawks, Giants. Uh, No, Cowboys, New England. I see Belichick getting that win. And I'm going to have a little two-minute. I do. In Dallas. And I'm going to tell you, I have a little two-minute rant real quick. And this is why I think they're going to play well, because I think he's going to totally mess with – Mike McCarthy, who's a total tool. Uh, this guy is calling plays for Dallas. Worst team in the red zone. I've never seen a NFL team that is getting more press. Stephen A., where are you at? Come on, I need Stephen A. with me over here, a, a Dallas hater. Um, dude, I think they're like 6 for 32 in the red zone or something. I haven't looked at the numbers, but this is what I've seen the last three weeks. 
the plays that they call when they get in the red zone are some of the dumbest things I've ever seen. In my life. And yes, one game they were blowing some team out and they kick had to kick a bunch of field goals. I don't know if they were practicing plays or what, but I don't know what goes in their my, his mind that he has to go to three idiot tight ends that I've never heard of instead of going to, uh, how about an all-pro wide receiver? How about your running back that can run and catch number uh, that's one of the best in the league? Uh, I don't get it, but I'm going to tell you right now, when Dallas plays the Eagles, I'm putting a 1,000 on the Eagles. Um. You talk they about will drum them. You talk about how much you love unders, Fred. Uh, the under in this game, forty three points. I love that under because, like you, I don't see. I think a lot, most of the points in this, if if there's going to be any, is going to come from field goal kickers and defenses. I don't see Mac Jones moving the ball. No, I'm with on, you. Um, I agree with on you. Dallas, 100%. and I don't see Dak moving the ball on New England. Does that sound even correct? though Zach Wilson actually was able? To somehow be effective. Not according to Broadway Joe, he ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all hear yeah, Joe that Namath? Was, that was good. Oh, my gosh. He, that, he said, I'm done with him. Yeah. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Put him in the pantyhose. <laughs> He's finished. Uh, anyways, uh, the NFL. I'm glad we York. got to jump on the NFL for a little while. We missed it kind of last week. Um, but, but like, like this past week was really not fun NFL watching, even though it's football. It was for uh, me. Hope that's right. Well, hopefully, and it was for me for, for Monday night. You know what? Let me ask y'all a question. Are you a fan? And I'm sure everyone's a fan of Thursday night, Monday night games. Who it? And are you a fan of having both of them? Are you a fan of having two games on Thursday, two games on Monday? Well, there's only one game I on know, Thursday. I know, but, but there's, when they, then the they, way they've been doing it early on in the in the uh, season. Well, it's been one game on Thursday and two games on Monday. Uh, yeah, no, that's what. Yeah, I, I said and, it wrong. And no, but you know what I'm saying. They on did Monday, that because. Well, what is the deal with that? I don't know. They did that because of the uh, writers' strike in Hollywood, and so. Is it over with now? It is over I with I mean, now. are the games over with now? They're not going to be doubled up. Well, it depends on when the... Call me crazy, but I thought there were two games on a Thursday night. No? No, it's I'm wrong about that. And, okay, no. Okay, okay. Um, but they've done that so that there's something on ABC that can get ratings. Okay, okay. And... Uh, Monday Night I mean, Football should be on ABC anyway. I don't know. Monday Night Football should be one freaking game. All right. It that we can all know, focus man. on. I don't have strong thoughts on this. Okay. I could care all right. Less. All right. Like, well, let's get, let's get yeah, on to. Not enough to where well, I would even care yeah, about. Well, it, so. you know what? You need to start caring about Joe Burrow, pal. Okay? Yeah. Uh, he needs to start caring about himself. What about the Chiefs? Should I care about them? What about us? We're back. Uh, We're rolling. Right. You are good. He don't even mention the Chiefs. You don't even have to mention them. I mentioned them earlier when I talked about my teams. Kansas City barbecue. That's, yeah, uh, I mean, that's what we do. We win what, games. What, we go, we okay. go win Super Bowls, and we just don't sit there and complain you about stuff. You got a pretty easy record really, so far. Two, uh, you're playing the Bears. I mean, you're playing a bunch of bums. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we're winning. The, well, when the team comes that owns you to town, we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, Detroit beat us in week one. That's right. Well... I think they're unbeatable now because uh, with 400 million Taylor Swift fans. Oh, baby. 
behind you yeah. on that Chiefs bandwagon. I don't think there's any way that you can lose. Oh, I'm a Swifty for life now. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm yeah. big time Swifty. I, I can't wait. I'm gonna get an '87 jersey jersey that says Swift on the back. I'm gonna um, take a massive five hundred thousand dollar loan out to uh, go to two Swift, Taylor <laughs> yeah. Swift concerts. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Swifty fan. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I don't whatever whatever I think whatever brings fans to the game, I guess. And I, I'm glad that they're on the Chiefs side. Okay, we'll see. Pretty Travis, I can't in a wait couple the- weeks. We'll be ragging each other out, and we'll get to that. But right now, Tuna's on a. Still on a Super Bowl high. And, of course he uh, is. We'll see what happens. Yeah, as he when you, you got to play the Bears. <laughs> that Super Bowl high rides all the oh way until Lord. February, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go for another hey, one. Hey, uh, let's uh, shift gears. Let's do it. Away from football quickly. Uh, Put one tune of, on the tee box. One of my favorite sporting events. I know it's Fred's, and I assume Tuna is a big fan, although we've yeah. never really discussed it at length before. But uh, we've got the Ryder Cup. Coming up on Friday, um, United States against Europe uh, over in Italy. Uh, United States has struggled mightily over the last several away. Uh, what do you have? It's not a not a game when it's been over there. We've struggled mightily for the last several times. Um Man, I am so much looking. There's so many storylines with the live guys. Why don't you name who the captains are? Not the players, but who are the captains? Where's it at, Travis? Go ahead and tell our listeners. So the uh, the event takes place at uh, right outside of Rome, uh, and I was I was listening to a lot of the. Uh, you know, the prognostications and things like that. And everybody seems to think that... Gadonia Monticello. (laughs) And Tuna, if you can look up, or if one of you guys can tell me exactly what the name of that course is, uh, because I do not remember. But what I have heard is that um, typically the Europeans will... uh, slow the greens down and that they are definitely doing that this year because the United States players are used to playing on fast greens. Um, right. Last now, time the U S one was 1993 in Europe. Too. Uh, is it Think Marco about that. Simone golf and country club? Uh, probably. Okay. Yes, that that's it. Good. That is it. Marco Simone. Yes, yes. Excellent gelato there. Uh, the last time that uh, USA won in in uh, overseas, uh, Dream Lover by Mariah Carey was the hit single. <laughs> <laughs> that was song. A, a long time ago. 93, dude. Dude, she was Tay-Tay like, before Tay-Tay existed. And... Like, uh, Luke Donald is the European captain. Zach Johnson is the United States captain. Um, we are missing some big-time names. Big-time names, especially in Europe. Well, I mean, I would say on our side, too. Right. I mean, no, I'm with you. We you are. got no Dustin Johnson. You no. got no Bryson DeChambeau. No, no live tour players well, except one. What did Brooks say? 
Um, he said play side better. by your luck, play better. He That's said Brooks. play better. That's why we and love Brooks. Guess what? There's one week a year that Brooks Kepka is going to be one of my favorite golfers. Damn right. And that's this week. And I loved that answer. I just loved it. And there's a Dude, reason. I love Brooks Kepka more and more. He says what's on. Come on over, baby. Come hey, on over to my side. Hey, you say you like what Dion says. That's what Brooks Kepka is. You know, with about with a little with about with a, a little vodka mixed in there, well, <laughs> with about a twentieth of the um, swagger. Yeah, no, I, with about a twentieth of the self reflection. Like okay. Brooks Kepka, I, I, I think it. is a just. I mean, he's a tremendous athlete, but he's a meathead. I mean, he's just. <laughs> he's just didn't a, he think he's in that, not in a the, deep thinking what about person? full swing like i thought that showed more about who he was as a person he was very vulnerable in that show did you not think that i thought that there were moments he was like i can't keep up with these young guys and i, I thought maybe we need to see him cry i thought there were moments <laughs> he was in that up man that humanized him a little bit to mm. me but I still don't think of him as some sort of. A I think deep... meatheads get a bad rap, man. <laughs> hey, hey, like look. They, they're treated like these soulless creatures, but like meatheads, man, they're good people hey, down deep down. Look, hug your hug a meathead tomorrow. Hug a meathead. When you see a meathead, give him a hug. This I, week there will be it, man. This week there will be no bigger Brooks Kepka fan on the planet than me. I hope he and you know. It's a great story. It's a great story if he plays well and goes out and does well. Um, I have, of course, there's been a lot of controversy with Justin Thomas getting picked to the team. A lot of people didn't think he deserved to be there, so on and so forth. Um, I have one guy that I am picking to be the star of the team, maybe a little under the radar, um, but I think Max Homa is set up to just – it seems like this course sets up perfect for him. Uh, he seems to be embracing the moment. Unless a fan tries to talk to him. Oh, dude, that's why I say embracing the moment. Mm -hmm. He has all week been talking about how he can't wait to have the people – Who are you talking about? Homa. Okay, yes. How he can't wait to have the he, – he said – I've been watching old Ryder Cups on video so I can r get used to, so I know what to expect. Like, I think he's embraced the whole thing. Look, it's his first time on a big, big, big time stage like this. Um, I look for him to have a tremendous week, and I can't wait to watch him. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I, I want to get down here and tell you some of the players that we're not going to see that we're so used to seeing in Europe, the guys that I Screw have them. feared before. Um, shall we say Sergio, always the leader and captain of, of the course. team, is not going to be there. Paul Casey, Graham McDowell, Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter will not be there this year. Oh, Another no. major leader of that team. The two leaders of the team – Rory and Rom, and I'm gonna tell you that doesn't scare me very much. I'm not gonna lie. It should. I, I'm, it doesn't scare me that much. I do. I'll tell you the player that I fear this year in the Ryder Cup on that team is Tommy Fleetwood. 
I really Interesting. think I really think that he is going to come in and do well, and I'm hoping that we can put the right players against him uh, as as he goes through and and we see how certain people are going to play. Uh, Harmon, uh, Clark, I, I don't know how certain people are are going to play on this team. Not everyone, um, but I do think that JT. Dude, he he's been there. He's done it. Uh, put, I, I just think he's gonna do fine. I really do. I think JT is somewhat of a leader. I worry about. Um, let's see here. I'm I'm trying to to. I, I mean, I love Kepka. Uh, who doesn't love him? Uh, I think he's playing great. Um, Shoffley. I, and I look so forward to watching Shopley. I think he's going to be a good player that doesn't get caught up in all that. He just plays his game. But here, here's the thing about him. Now, he said that he's uh, gone to this coaching and, and gotten his putter, you know, back in line. But, man, when the stakes are the highest and the pressure is the highest, do you really trust his putter? I, you know, I don't. Know. I don't. No, I and I ho- don't trust his dude, putter. Hey, Hovland's gonna be trouble now, to deal with. Too. I'll tell you, Shoffley, uh, when they're playing matches where it's alternate shot, I love his chance. You know, as long as he doesn't have to be putting on the green, he's gonna put the ball close to the pin. But man, I'm worried about. I hope I'm wrong, but I worry about his putter. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I, it, it, I really think the USA is going to win this time. I really do. I think we're going to get them. I just think that they're young. Um, uh, I know Hovland's on fire. Uh, I know Fleetwood is kind of going to be that that uh, rah-rah, kind of quiet rah-rah guy that some of the guys missing will be. Um, what about Fowler? What's your opinion on Ricky? I think he will be a fine player in team play. I worry about him in singles. Um, I I have a very difficult, and look, nobody wants the United States to win more than me. Um, And... Six months ago, I thought the United States might run away with this thing. Morikawa, Scheffler, come on. But uh, until, as you said, Fred, uh, it's been since 1993 that we've won on European soil. And until we do that, I'm going to have a very difficult time picking us to win. Um, I hope we do. I know who Tune is pulling for. I hope we do, but I'm going to take Europe winning by about a point and a half. Oh, my God. Tuna. Yeah, I almost even hate to admit this because I feel like Travis is going to look at me disappointed. I don't know why or what, but the Ryder Cup has just yet to move my needle this year. Um, I, 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 I didn't even know that it was happening until Tuesday. Well, that's because uh, you've been paying attention to the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, which is great. Uh, rugby World Cup's been – but there, it just seems like so much is going on. And the next thing you know, I log in and see, oh, 
shit, the Ryder Cup starts Friday. So I, I know it's weird with football and all that going just, on, but it is early in the morning. It's like, like overloaded. I kind of like that it's not during football. Yeah. It's like early morning. Get up, get your coffee, mm-hmm. get your Bloody Mary. So, I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, I'm going to watch it, but I don't feel like I'm going to make an appointment TV, at least maybe not Friday. Are you I aware, probably will Sunday. Are you aware Brian Harmon is on the team? Yeah. Do you know this? This is your boy. Yeah. This is your dipping hunter. He's a, he know, hunts know, big game. And obviously, I'm going to be pulling for U.S. because I'm not a communist, and I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Europe, com- communist Europe. Yeah, but Tuna, have you? I Europe wanted, is very well known for all their communist. But Tuna, have you watched it? Have you watched it? Have I seen the Ryder Cup? Yeah, you've watched. Yeah, I've it. seen plenty you, of Ryder Cups. You know Cups about in my the life. excitement? No, I, mean, I definitely do. I I get into it, man. Yeah. It's just for whatever reason Travis this year had snuck up on me and I just, on us. I really completely forgot about it, and and I'm just and not into it like I You'll normally get would there. be. You'll get Here's there, the rugby mm-hmm. boy. I believe that <laughs> rugby World Cup's been phenomenal. Boy. I know. On Saturday, if if the score is tight and the golf is good. And you start watching it because that's what happens to me typically is, you know, I might, especially when it's on European soil, I always expect us to lose. And so I'll, you know, I'll watch. And then all of a sudden something grabs me. And I think that the Ryder Cup at its best is some of the best sports on television. Oh, yeah. And I, I just do. And Fred and I were at. So we're taking USA and you're taking Europe. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. I mean, Traitor. I know. You're I mean, sa- that's what you're saying. I'm not rooting for Europe, no, but no. I think Europe is going to win. Okay, I'm going to go on a limb and say the U.S. wins this time, three and one. I don't know what three and one. Means. I don't either, but I know how they do that. <laughs> no. that scoring. <laughs> I think you have to have. I think uh, you have. I think you have to yeah. have. 15 points. USA has retained the cup. I think you're calling match play. 28 and a half to 24. <laughs> it can be tied at 14, I believe. All we need is 14 to win, right? That would tie and that would retain and they the need, cup. They need 15, no, 14 and a half. That is correct. Okay, that's what I thought. In all seriousness, I get it. Yes. I, yeah. Um, um, so. It's going to be fun. Let's get amped up, dude. I mean, dude, that's I'm going to love it. I'm not going to sleep at all this weekend. It's going to be like a World Cup like soccer weekend. weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to – and I can't text Travis because he's watching on Peacock and streaming and all this uh, crap, and I'm just going to be watching it like a guy that has Channel 11 or, <laughs> or, or uh, WHA or, or who has USA. Yeah, I got USA on cable. I'm watching it. <laughs> All right, so we've got uh, two votes for United States winning one. Uh, I'm sorry. To I'm, I'm all flabbergasted. Of our, but, I'm flabbergasted. Well, I mean, I have to pick what I think <laughs> I know, what I, I think is going to happen. I, I and, hear you. and I hope that our European listeners, I know we have some over in England that listen each and every week. And, uh, you know, I'm throwing you guys a bone a little yes, bit. Yes. And I would love, I would love to hear from some of our European listeners yes. to reach out on social media. Sorry I sure. called you guys communist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, wouldn't it be great if we won in France? I mean, we're going to win in France. I in mean, France. in Italy. We're going to win in Italy. So you are watching the World we're Cup. Gonna win. <laughs> we're going to win. 
We're going to win in Italy. I mean, is Molinari on the team? Francesco Molinari, he's an Italian. Co-captain, okay. So he will be there. Okay, I mean, it's only fitting that he that he is. But I think it's going to be cool being in Italy and not being where Dude, golf was be, founded and all that. I think it's going to be a really interesting to have yeah, it's the gonna tournament be, in Italy. I think that's going to be cool. It's going to be amazing. And uh, I can't wait for it this weekend, and uh, I can't wait to recap it on next week's show. Uh, is, that, all- is that Travis's lock of the week? Because if it is... Go America! <laughs> Speaking of locks of the week, yes, uh, we're going to uh, do our uh, and it picks. Won't, will not be as confusing as last week, right, people? So we're going to do our picks uh, for this week. Uh, each guy gets three picks, whether it be college, pro, over, under, uh, spread, money line, whatever. Uh, everybody's got three picks. Tuna, are you ready? Yeah. Um, we're going to – this is simple. This is an easy week for making money. You got BYU at home <laughs> to Cincinnati plus two. Yes. Give me the home dogs and BYU and Provo. Oh, um, I like Kentucky at home versus Florida. You said Devin Leary's not a good quarterback or he hasn't looked good. This is his breakout game. I feel like he has looked good. There's been several drops by the tight end and receivers. He's playing good football. And if Kentucky's offensive line can shore it up just a little bit and run the ball, they can get this. Big problem that scares me with this game, Kentucky's long snapper is hurt and out. So that could cause some (laughs) some chaos. Other than that, I like Kentucky to cover the one point at home. Third and last for me, is USC Colorado over 73. That game against Arizona State last week hit 70 points. I feel like this is a give me on an early game. Uh, Over 73. All right, Fred. Man, I only get to pick one under or something? Damn. No, you get to pick Uh, three games total. All right, here they are. I'm not betting the Friday Louisville game. I am, but I'm not going to count that as my picks. Uh, so I did give you that under. But uh, I'm going right now. Arizona at home plus 18 and a half. Oh, boy. 10 o'clock. Washington trap game. I am going Illinois at Purdue. You know what I'm going at with that, boys. The over-under is 53 and a half. Two of the worst teams in the Big Ten, and I'm going under. Who on earth? I want to see the ratings for that game after it's over with. We should do an over-under on the the ratings on that. I am crushing the under on that one. I'm going to say 12 households. Okay, I'm also going uh, big with Travis on this one. Uh, Fresno State, 1030, minus 24 and a half uh, at Fresno State. Night game, Nevada at Fresno State. Nevada is 0-4. They will not win. They are on my bad team list. Thank you. That's it. Love it. Um, Oh, who's my lock? Oh, out of those, my lock uh, is, let me see what I put on there. Uh, Out of the, do I have to pick out of those three? 
Yes. 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 <laughs> My lock is Illinois at Purdue the under. All right. So uh Colin, as always, sends in his picks. He agrees with you on the Illinois Purdue. He takes the under. <laughs> wow. He takes gotta, the under. He he's said, in the club. He Colin said came over to the dark side. He said, I hate to do this. And he actually and I thought, didn't even know he did this. He actually thought that you would be on that under. <laughs> Um, he is taking Ole Miss plus two and a half against LSU. Wow. And I like that. He's going with the must win. In the NFL, he is taking the Patriots. Oh, baby. Plus seven against the Cowboys. Yes. Um, as for me, I had a theme this week. I'm going all home underdogs. Okay. That is my theme this week. I am taking North Carolina State plus three and a half at home against Louisville. Okay. I am taking BYU plus two, as Tunic did. We all love that one. Against Cincinnati. Yes. And in the NFL, I am taking the Houston Texans plus three plus at three. home against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow, okay. All right. I mean, I love it. man, he's going against Louisville and the Americans. Now, okay. <laughs> I hope like crazy that Louisville wins. I, I think it'll be a one-score game for sure. But I think that game's going to be tight. Yep. Now, folks, don't forget last week, how did we fare? Travis went 2-1. Two and one. Tuna went 2-1. and one. Freddie went... Four and three would have been three and zero oh if it wasn't for an injury to a quarterback. Uh, and, I lost um, on a push too. Word to the wise: never bet money on JT Daniels ever. <laughs> hey, hey! Just so you know, theoretically, I went five and two. I lost on a push, and actually, you win on that. All right, you actually did. We didn't say if you win or lose on a push. Oklahoma pushed in that game. I thought it was fourteen uh, and a half. No, it was fourteen. Hmm. Uh, when, when I bet it, it was. I, mean, I think uh, it was Sportsbook that morning. It oh, sure it was, Tuna. I think uh, it was. Jody went 2-2, two and two, and Colin, for the first time in a long time, went 0-3 oh last week, so he's going to get off the schneid. And, uh, I don't know. He's, 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 he's tailing you this week. So it's, it's, <laughs> Hell, <laughs> hey, I've been – Freddie's been hot. And but I did not do that well this weekend. I did not, like I have been. Well, Jody had 35 picks. Jody I has, have a lot. Jody has three games this week. He's taken – UK minus a point and a half, Marshall minus 14, and Missouri minus 13 Ooh. are his picks. Uh, quickly, fellas, Marshall uh, again. let's throw it around the room for final thoughts or shout outs that you guys want to make. Uh, Tuna, you got anything? Yeah, we'll, um, we'll touch more on it next week, but we've got Major League Baseball coming down to the wire. Playoffs are going to be starting next week, wild card games. Um, right now, just a little rundown on on who's um, in the wild card picture. You have Philadelphia, Arizona, and, Ch and Chicago Cubs um, in the National League. And Miami, Cincinnati are chasing Cincinnati's two games back. Let's go Reds. Yeah, well, we just, and we just blew the game. I guess we game. just found out that they're it's eliminated. Yeah, they're pretty much so, done. Thanks a lot, Indians. Yep, sorry, they're pretty much um, done. And then American League, you got a nice tight tight race. Um, you have uh, a Tampa Tampa's in, but you have Toronto, Houston, and Seattle 
all kind of in there, uh, a about few, a one-and-a-half game difference. I got a and future bet on I think Toronto. we would all love to see Houston not make it in, so yes. we need to pull against Ed them. Ed Freddie has a big future bet on Toronto that he made at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a big future on Phil, on the Phillies um, going in, and, and in my opinion, they're, they're one of the hottest teams right oh, now. They, they sure. look like a load. I don't know. It's uh, it's going to be wild. Baseball is getting down to the nitty-gritty, and we have October baseball, boys and girls. Awesome. Fred? Uh, I wanted to say, speaking of baseball, we lost one of the greatest players of all time, greatest fielder, the human vacuum cleaner. Brooks Robinson uh, died this week, and uh, what a fielder he was. What a Baltimore Oriole he was. What a baseball player he was. That could be um, one of those things to just go on and throw a little future on the Orioles. I know. To win the I World know. Series. They're there. They're there. I, uh, uh, it's kind of like the, uh, the Astros when the hurricane hit and, right. uh, and so on. So I heard, a, I heard a great story earlier this week where um, back in the 70s um, – I think it was the mayor of Baltimore was asked about the difference between, um, you know, the Orioles and, and the Yankees at that time. And they were speaking specifically about Reggie Jackson and Brooks Robinson. And uh, he said, well, the difference is in New York, they named a candy bar after Reggie Jackson in Baltimore. We name our kids after Brooks Robinson. Oh, really? Which is a really cool, kind of a cool thing I thought was was really neat. And, uh, Fred, I understand that we also uh, had an unfortunate loss in the uh, Blockout Sports Pod listener family this week. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, a listener of ours, uh, we're going to call him Blocker. We love him. He's a, He's been with us from the get-go and lost his uh mother so prayers to him and his family yes uh from all of us best wishes and best thoughts uh to blocker and uh his friends and family um with that being said uh we really appreciate all of our listeners everybody that listens each and every week please tell a friend uh please uh Reach out to us on on social media. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and uh, we look forward to hearing Can your I, feedback. I want to say one more thing. I also lost a friend, uh, Steve Rowe, uh, one of our good buddies. Uh, go Cats. I want to say that for him. Awesome. So with that being said, for the big fellow of the tuna country, Matt Kemp, and for Jody on the whiteboard, and for the fabulous one, Freddie Benders, this is Travis Carter saying so long, everybody.